Hey, I'm Allison. And I'm Jerry. And this is our podcast. Where we dive into the shows that we're watching with episode breakdown spoilers. And useless bits of information for you to chew on. This is We Have Spoken. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to We Have Spoken. It's Season 2, Episode 6, Chapter 14, The Tragedy. And it's actually Episode 7 for us. We hope you had a good week. and We have spoken. Yes, I'm going to have to start breathing when I do that, I think. <laughs> That's <it's> too much. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Too much to get out. All right, so maybe you're a little shaken up after this week. And, I mean, I was a little shaken up, too, for just a few seconds, and then... I was like, holy crap, that was the best episode in this series. I really thought so. I like this is my favorite episode so far. Well, it's good. Um it's hard to say my best. It was definitely a really good one. But it was definitely a tragedy. A lot of tragedies happened yes. in this episode, and you can see why they named it that. Right. It was doomed. Absolutely. Well, welcome back everybody. So before we jump into uh the actual episode, we do want to talk about some of our socials. And the side conversations we've been having, it's actually something we're looking forward to and something we want more of. Right. So with that being said, we have some conversations. Uh, Al had a couple conversations. I had a couple conversations. Uh, you want to go ahead and share, share yours first? Yeah. And before I do, I wanted to say the reason we're going to talk about these conversations on the podcast is because we want them to be canon to the rest of our show. Oh, God. Yes. I love it when I get uh. forced laughter out of Jerry because that was part of the contract we signed. That they like he signed a contract saying that he would laugh at all my jokes, no matter what. That was a, that was a tough one. I had to <laughs> I had to hit the laugh button. Just so you know, there's a laugh button here. When I can't laugh, I hit the laugh button. <laughs> I'm all right. Just kidding. So you have probably heard of us. Uh, heard of us? You probably heard of us. You probably heard that we were talking about a guy named Rank Vader, and he is pretty avidly listening and and supporting the show, and we really appreciate it. My brother. But we had this conversation about Yaddle and Yoda. And if you don't know who Yaddle is, back in episode one, two, and three of the movies, like the clone movies, wait, the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, those movies, Yaddle was the female Yoda mm -hmm. that was on the Jedi Council. And we talked about the fact that technically Grogu could be Yoda and Yaddle's child. So the name Baby Yoda, maybe not, was like, I mean, people didn't realize that it might be Yoda. It was just like something to associate with. But Jedi, yeah. we talked about, so Jedi were forbidden to have children because that's Correct. attachment. And we learned about that last week in the episode. But in the case of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say his name wrong, Kiati Mundi. There we go. Nailed it. He was actually nice. allowed by the Jedi Council to have multiple wives and children to save his race. So, if Yaddle and Yoda were the last ones of whatever they are, we don't know the name of what their race or species is, they could have gotten permission to have Grogu to save their species. Uh, it's not far-fetched. I think that's a pretty cool... Because those are the only three of the species we know now, right? Now that right. Mandalorian... It was only two, Yaddle right. and Yoda, so... I don't and, see that being so far fetched. And, and I gotta uh, say, Yaddle like Yaddle got shafted on the names. <laughs> I don't know. Most of these names aren't great, <laughs> but uh it is what it is. Maybe it's just part of the species. It's just how they're named. I don't know. Yeah. 
but no, that's a great deep conversation. If you guys have anything else on that, let us know what your thoughts. I've uh, I've kind of had the same kind of thought process with that as well. I, I like it. I don't right. see it too being too far fetched. So I had a conversation as well uh, with a good friend, Chris. His name's Stray Shadow Wolf. Uh, we've known each other for uh, three years now, and uh, he reached out on Twitter and 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 asked a question. He said, "Why why does Grogu have the mature maturity level of a toddler if he's fifty years old?" Right. And so my thought process with that is, is yes, he's 50, but in his species age. Right. Right. Um, I mean, maybe it puts you in the, you know, Yoda lived to be what? 900 and 900 something, 20 something years old. Yeah. Somewhere. And, yeah, nine, yeah. In the 900s. Right. Right. So that puts, you know, if you did the try to equate that out, it puts him as like maybe a teenager, 13 ish. If you equate the age to, you know, 50 years for every however you want to figure that out, but he's still very young for his species. Right. Right. And then we also learned. Yeah. So not only is he young for his species, that's big. Um, and yeah, everybody matures at a different level, right? Like me, I matured a little bit slower than yes. some other people. We but, are both still 13 years old. Correct. So, <laughs> so with that being said, so here you got Grogu, but not only, I don't think it was his fault. Yeah, Remember, we just learned in the last episode that his memory was dark. Right. And to me, that didn't mean it was bad or good or bad. I thought I took it as blank. Right. So if your memory yeah. is kind of like wiped clean. Yeah. And I feel you're like gonna be a little immature. I feel like it was wiped for his protection. Correct. Oh, because yeah, yeah. No, I agree. They talked about it in the last episode and it's sort of like people know like other force sensitive people they sense when the force is being used around them. So basically it was, I think that they wiped his memory for like not lack of like maybe self-control because he was still not technically, he was probably a Padawan. So they didn't want him to like give his location away. I think that's why they did it. Yeah. And this actually, now that we're talking about this, we can continue. I think this ties into, you know, last episode of our podcast and the questions we've been asking is who do you think got Grogu out? Right. With that being said, if it was if his memory was wiped for protection, that means it had to have been somebody on the Jedi side, the, the light side, the light side who would Ooh. do that. Because kind of like we were talking about before that, if it was somebody on the dark side, why would they wipe it? it right. Would be, unless right? so, unless they wanted to subdue him to test on him, you know, to get his blood. I mean, yeah, you never know, right? We're gonna find out. We hope we find out here soon. Um, who who saved Grogu. Right. I hope we find that out this season. But but that was a question. Um, tell us your thoughts on what, you know, if if you think we're on the, on the right path with why he's maybe, you know, he makes child sounds. I also think it's because, you know, he's in a, he's a different species and speaks a different, you know, language. Right. Uh, so though that might, that might sound uh, immature to us, but it's, that's how they speak. And I think, yeah, I think the thing is like, you know, Yoda, would have been very well educated. So he speaks yes. like an imperfect English, right? We all know that he says no. things differently. To me, that's not any different than somebody from like another, like if it were like I was trying to speak Spanish to someone, it would be very, I wouldn't do it right. I mean, I might be able to communicate with somebody, but like it would be much like maybe, probably wouldn't even be as good as Yoda speaks English, to be honest with you. 
but like the idea that that <laughs> yeah. you know English is probably not his first language. Oh yeah, uh, Yoda's or or Grogu's. Yoda's or both. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. like, I, I, I'm just agreeing with you. Maybe that is their language. Maybe they just make like random noises, like. Rah! Yeah, well, and, and that's our that's our thought process with it. Tell us your thoughts. Um, and uh, thank you to those uh, to Frank and Chris for those responses. We look for more of those. Um, and and there were other we people. Love, we love it. There were other people that talked on those threads. So I'm not. We're not trying to like exclude you. It's just you know. Well, yeah, no, no, no. We're we'll, we're gonna we hopefully to roll this into some more every every podcast. Have some comments, questions, concerns. Um, I mean, I also had a, a buddy Travis who reached out to talk to me about um, you know tips with my microphone to make it sound better, and I, I truly, truly appreciate that. Uh, so again, we're open to a lot of comments, concerns, and and talking about it. Right. Let's let's uh. With that being said, let's jump right into uh, chapter fourteen. Yes. Um, and it jumps right into it. I mean, like it just—it's from—it's going from the beginning. Well, yeah, we get to see so right away where they're in the Razor Crest. Um, Grogu and um, uh, Din Mando—they yes. are having another father-son moment. In my opinion, he's yeah. uh, holding—he takes the uh, the stick shift knob from him, the ball. Yes, and he he does the—he plays catch. The force catch is what I'm going to call. It. He's playing the. Uh, Father son force catch. So he takes the ball from him and tells him to take it again. I love and he does. I know. love in the scene how he yeah. keeps saying his name. He keeps saying Grogu. Grogu. Oh and, yeah, he loves it. And Grogu? Grogu's reaction Grogu? to him saying his name. It's yeah, the, it's the sounds he makes. Yes, it's really great. Like I don't know, you can just see their relationship, you know, strengthening. Because it, it really is like a father son thing at this point. Yeah. No, I agree. And, and and I don't know how to take that, right? I want Grogu to be, you know, the next, you know, the Jedi that they, you know, they use. But seeing that connection he's making, it's just making it harder, you know? Right. You get that, you get the Anakin sense of feel. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they're, you know, having the father-son moment. And, and Din is also understanding, right? He's, I, in my opinion, he's starting to understand that he's going to have to let him go. Yes. Because he's he's much more powerful and he's and explaining he it. Train him. He's explaining yeah. it to Grogu. He's like, "Look, whoever we find over here, you're gonna have to go with them." Yeah, you you got to you. me. That's 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 the father. <laughs> I think he was telling himself more. <laughs> yeah, but like he's saying, you know, don't you want to be? Because I think he asked him. He's like, "Don't you want to be a Jedi?" Yeah. And yeah. Grogu's reaction was like, "Meh, <laughs> meh. I just want this uh stick ship now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a very simple. I want cookies and stick stick. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So, so they, like you said, they get there, right? We we didn't think they were gonna get to uh, Tython, right? The planet right. Tython. Yeah, we where the we uh, predicted. Yeah, we were pre we predicted. I think last week that they would be there at the end of the episode. Didn't make it. Like, oh, hey, there it is. Boom. <laughs> but uh, no, they they're there. He's landing on the planet. You see the uh, the temple. And uh, Mando places Grogu on the stone, the scene stone, yeah. correct? Yeah, and the so. Well, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. And so he places on the scene stone, and he's like, "Make it work." And nothing's happening. He doesn't know what to do. Um, he's like, "You know, is there a button to push?" He's walking around, and then out of the sky comes Slave One. Yes, and you can. Oh my gosh, dude! When I saw it, 
when I saw excited. yeah, when I saw the Slave One flying it, which is Boba Fett's ship, when I saw it, I was like, yes, like I was. I got excited. I was Oof. excited about it. <laughs> That's all I can say is I got excited. I was like, yes, this has confirmed it. Right? We talked about that was Boba Fett, is what we said in uh, you know episode episode one. one. Yeah, yeah, and um, that was confirmed. It was him. It's him. Yes, uh, he says it's him. <laughs> yes, yeah, and he's and see like it. Like everybody's like, oh, we knew, but you didn't really know because Boba Fett was not really Jango Fett's son. They were all clones. Yeah, and so well, it and, could and have again, been like another clone, say. right? No, but I mean, yeah. you knew that from the episode Attack of the Clones, <laughs> right? So, so Boba Fett shows up, and what's he there for? Armor. <laughs> you were like, what? Trick question? What? His armor. Yeah. So no, he yeah. he shows up. Yeah, he's he, he shows up with Fennec. Uh, well, you we don't. From yeah, but you don't one. know she's there yet. When they land. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, because Mando runs down the hill. You part of the negotiation. Right, and so well, the interesting thing that I don't know that they dive into the in the show very much. We know that Mando's from the Watch. We learned that from Bo Katan. Mando's from the Watch, which is you know they're very like religious zealots and old school, yeah. And Boba Fett isn't, isn't correct. Uh, so and he's he's trying to figure out how he why he deserves this uh, right. armor. Right? So what? so Jango <clears throat> Fett, Boba Fett's dad, fought in the Civil War, and they talk about it later on in the episode. But there's like this huge deal. Boba Fett's dad was a foundling, but for the other mm-hmm. side. So Mando is in the watch, and so that armor doesn't belong to Boba Fett in his eyes at this point. Yeah, at this point, yeah. So when they meet up, they're talking about trading. Uh, uh, Boba Fett says, "Give me, you know, I want the armor, and in return, we'll pr- help you protect the, the the child." Right. If I'm not mistaken, right? And um, so you know, Mando's still trying to figure this out, and while they're talking, Fennec, you know, he goes, "I." I I have my gun on uh, on the child, and there's Fennec with a you know a, a rifle aimed at the child, who everybody believed to be dead since chapter five. Correct. She was just laying on the floor in um, she had a, a, a wound, right? She was shot. Yeah, yeah. And they were like left for and, dead, more or less. Yeah, and at the end of that episode, if we all remember correctly, if, uh, you just saw feet walk up to her. Correct. Yes. yes. We we're like, what was that? None of us, I didn't remember until they re-showed it in this episode. Right. So, and we get through the, the trade bargain. Oh, go ahead. Real fast. Well, okay, so we, we learned that, you know, Boba Fett saved Finnick. Those were the feet that walked up. And they talk about, like, cybernetics were keeping her alive. You know, hmm. that's, that's what's on her. So when she shows it. Yes. Yeah, so the reason I wanted to point it out was this are this is breadcrumbs that the writers are leaving you right now, and we talked about it with with Moff Gideon's Darth Vader like chess piece. I'm st- I still believe that that's keeping him alive. Like that's what I'm thinking, and they're explaining mm-hmm. to everyone with this conversation about cybernetics that these things keep people alive, and maybe not for people that like. I'll give you an example. My grandparents watched The Mandalorian, and they've watched Star Wars, but they're they've just watched it right they don't know everything there is to know about it they're leaving breadcrumbs for people that don't know that much about star wars so that when they reveal later on that moff gideon needs that 
needs the blood of of Grogu to stay alive, and he needs those cybernetics. That it's not such a big shock, and like that's weird. I think that's what they're doing there. No, and and that's a good good thought. Um, I think he, I just, I just think Moff Gideon's just trying to emulate Vader. Emulate Vader, become more powerful, right? Power, greed, you know, that's right. that's kind of the the dark side's way, right? So if he has a, he's found a way to become more force sensitive. Um, right. I, I guarantee you, he's he's looking for more in his blood, and then also trying to make more troopers. Like that's that's what I think. Right. Whether whether he needs it to stay alive or not, I, I think that's probably uh, a side effect, if that makes sense, right? Like, yeah, let's say he started it and he he finds that it keeps him alive, but then he also becomes force sensitive and he can do things. I would be more wanting to be able to do more powers than keep me alive. I see the power taking over, if you know what I mean. Right, yeah. I mean, that's the dark side <clears throat> to give in. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so it, so here we are, Boba Fett and uh, Fennec and uh, Din, Mango, Mondo. Mango? <laughs> uh, Mango, that's Mando. His, that's, his, that's his Instagram name, Mango Fett. Uh, yeah. So th- they're negotiating, they're trying to trade, and then... Uh, they're negotiating trades like okay you give me the armor we'll help you with the child and in comes i mean this again this episode is it's full throttle yeah it's only 30 minutes like it's yeah non-stop so as they're negotiating in comes a uh what is it a uh carrier it's that a little sh- yeah it's just like a little transport ship there you go transport ship with stormtroopers on it so yes. moff gideon shows up his ship's above the planet He's looking down. And he sends down a, a transport ship with with stormtroopers in it, and yes. boom! Right away, here we go. And yeah, time to fight. Mando runs back to the child. Yes, and to, keep, uh, to protect him while they fight off the stormtroopers. And holy crap! It is like Boba Fett is using the Tusken Raider Gaffy, and he is literally like Hulk smashing bad guys. I mean, like you can see the like the the I think they call it plastoid. It, I mean. That's what the sword trooper armor is made out of. You can literally see shards like flying off people's faces. <laughs> oh yeah, he. We get to see finally after forty years how badass Boba Fett is. Yes, like, excuse it's, him. It's amazing. He didn't mean to say that. He's just very excited. <laughs> I apologize, but we get to see how how much he kicks rear end. How about that? Yes. <clears throat> no, he really does. He gets after it. It's amazing. It's such a good like the choreography and the fight is so cool. Yeah. So and, and Fennec's doing a great job too. She's, you know, shooting uh stormtroopers left and right. She knocks a boulder down and takes out yes. you know, they set up a, a minigun. I can't she I, takes them out. I like believe that that was supposed to be like a callback to Indiana Jones. <laughs> like no. well, George Lucas I, wrote I saw it. That is, I mean George Lucas I see he did it. No, I, mean, I hear you. I I see it as showing her power now that she has like cybernetics in her. She's and, a little bit stronger. And when you name me another time a giant boulder has run at somebody down a hill like that, though, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, you know what? I want to say it was in. Uh, I can't think of those funny with uh, Kevin Hart and The Rock. What what movies are those that they just did those? Uh, oh, I have no. Jungle, idea. Uh, not Jungle. Oh, uh, um, yeah, the Jumanji reboot. Jumanji reboots, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a boulder rolling in that. I could I'm be sure. wrong. Anyways, so <clears throat> Gideon shows up. They fight the stormtroopers. Uh, Mando is going back to try to get the child, and he's 
he shows up and the child is yeah, he's, communicating with the force. Yeah, it's got like a force field around so, him. And you can see this like I just want to talk about this really fast before I forget. There's a like a ring of riding around the rock and a lot of people thought that it looked like the so there's a video game called uh Star Wars, you know, Jedi Fallen Order, and the writing on that rock looks like the writing in that. And so the island that they're at, like this place that they're at, this temple, is not it's not light side or dark side. It's the perfect balance of the force. So it's light side and dark side living in a balanced place, right? Hmm. So this ancient script that's written around the, the scroll, which they talk is like they say is like old tongue or whatever. It's mm. it's used by light side and dark side. So it's not like only the light people can use it or only the dark side users. This like so Grogu is reaching out to like, you know, light side, dark side, and ghost of Jedi. Anybody possible who right. can hear it. Anybody who can, yeah, make contact. So like I don't know, I just wanted to it's a blue beam, and that's usually associated with the light side, but it's a very neutral thing that's going on right now. Anybody who wants to make contact with Grogu can. Yeah, and it was it was pretty amazing too, right? So as <clears throat> before he makes the contact, he has to touch the stone, right? Well, here's Grogu sitting on it, and he's playing with a, a blue butterfly that's floating above him. I don't know if you wanted to talk about that as well. Yeah. But he's he's trying to grab it, and then he reaches down, and he touches the stone, and that's when the blue beam of the force communication starts happening right and the butterflies sort of symbolize like the light side of the force within a jedi um correct there there was a scene in a comic book like right before anakin went full vader he killed all the butterflies so we all know that um that grogu likes to eat bugs and we would like to think (laughs) that he'd leave the butterflies alone but i mean he's eating stranger things He's eating Stranger Things, absolutely. So <clears throat> Mando comes back up, back up the hill where um, he's communicating with the Force, and Mando tries to get him out. He's like, hey, it's time to go, uh, kid. And he tries to go in, and it just it repels him back. It yes. shoots him backwards, and kind of, I think, the first uh, pushback knocks him out. Yeah, He's laying there in the dirt, and then it goes back to... Then the scene well, cuts he, to... He tries multiple times. Correct, you know, but the first one. So he gets blasted I, back and knocked out. Then it cuts to Boba Fett and uh, Fennec fighting again, and this is where Boba Fett finds his armor. Yes. Oh, my gosh. He, he sees the Razor Crest, crest after kicking the, the crap out of, you know, 50 so far Stormtroopers. I think the full count I, I, of yeah. Stormtroopers kicked is 73. But, oh, really? <clears throat> so, he, yeah. That's awesome. So, so he, he, he sees the Razor Crest, and he knows that his armor's in there. So the scene cuts back to mando he wakes up and he's trying to get in he, he tries like another two or three times and it just won't let him in right. he just can't get the child out yeah and um, he's yeah he says i'll be right back kid or something like that doesn't yeah he? so the, yeah after getting his butt kicked by the force <laughs> he goes back down the hill and starts helping like okay i'll just protect you so he goes back down and they start fighting in a trio and out of the side comes Boba Fett in his armor full on. And it's so when Mando runs off and he says, I'll be right back. It's not very like just a few seconds after that Grogu comes out of it and there's no force field around him and he's asleep because he's like just exhausted. Exhausted. Correct. So he runs down the hill. Yeah. Grogu comes out of the force communication and he passes out on the stone. Yes. So Scene cuts to them fighting. You get to see the three of them destroying stormtroopers like they're nothing. Right. 
And the big part is Boba Fett in his armor. He's shooting rockets out of his knee pads. That he's, yes, uh... the <laughs> I that was awesome. But he he's, he's got like the oh my gosh, dude. He it forever has been like the coolest character in Star Wars. Like just low key. I mean, a lot of people love him, but then there were a lot of people mm-hmm. that hated the way that they kind of ended that character in Return of the Jedi, which is it's just like he sort of like it's just stupid i don't even remember what something hits him and his jetpack goes off and he goes in the starlight pit so it's just like such a lame way for an awesome character to die and now he's back and you're seeing him just i mean just annihilate stormtroopers and the last time you saw him he was on their side correct correct well you know as a as a bounty hunter right you you go where you gotta go so right now he's 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 got his armor, so now he has to fulfill his side of the trade. The bargain right. is to protect that child. So he a also true Mandalorian fashion. He, he got to utter the greatest line in the the whole show, the whole episode, which was when he uh, when he uses his rocket at the end, he flips down his little toggle thing oh. as the aimer device. <laughs> so the two transports, the stormtrooper transports, are leaving, and he flips Correct. down the little. He's got like a little antenna thing looking on his helmet. He flips it down. It's actually a targeting device. And he shoots the rocket on his back. And he hits one of the stormtrooper ships, the transports. And that transport hits the other ship. And they both blow up. And uh, Mando's like, nice shot. And he's like, I was aiming for the other one. (laughs) (laughs) That was was hilarious. Like nonchalantly too. Like, oh, I was aiming for the other one. And when you look at it too, I recognize that too. I was like, oh, he's aiming for the one in the back. Yes, probably because the one is in the front is too far away. Too far away. And then when he blew it up, I was like, "That wasn't the one." Like I looked at my wife, I was like, "That's not the one he was aiming at." That, and then he said it, and I just started rolling. That worked out nicely. The other thing that I, I for- just thought it was that I forgot like a miscommunication on the core, not choreography, but you know how you have uh, yeah, yeah, like continuity. Like there might be a continuity problem. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and they and to be truthful, there might have been. And then that's how they fixed it. You just you'll never know. But I I think that was meant to be like to show him the other thing his, that his I, character now. I forgot to mention the first time you you see Bo- Boba Fett, he's standing there. He wants his armor, and Mando's kind of like questioning him, and he says that I'm a simple man trying to make my way through the galaxy. That's a callback to what his dad said. To his Django raised him right, and Django says basically yeah. the exact same thing to Obi Wan in Episode Two, Attack of the Clones. He says, I'm a simple man trying to make my way through the universe. And there was a ton of people on Twitter that just loved that they did that. No, I thought it was good. I love the tiebacks. I think, again, this this uh, series, this show, is becoming more and more canon. Yes. Um, as they tie in, I think what they're trying to do is they're tying all the movie people, all the animation uh, people who don't watch both. I'm going to be brutally honest. I don't watch any of the animation series. Yeah, and then now you have the Mandalorian, which is kind of like a streaming series, right? Let's call this. To me, this is another series in the Star Wars universe. And there's more. There's the book series. There's I've never read any of the books, but I think what they're trying to do is they're tying it all together. They're hey, Mandalorian has a couple people from uh, the animation, Ahsoka Tano, Bo Katan, and then now you're bringing in Boba Fett, who's from the movies. And I think they're just they're making it all one big happy family, and I love it. Yes. I love it. <clears throat> and um, the last 10 minutes of the show, I mean, there's so much that goes on in the show, mm-hmm. but the last five minutes are huge. 
Correct. So as he takes out the uh, the two uh, carrier ships or uh, transport ships, yes, they're sitting there and they're like, "Oh, nice shot!" Oh, I was aiming for the other one, right? Yes. <laughs> um, Moff Gideon has had enough. Yep. And he shoots a laser blast, a huge blast from his ship, and takes out a Razor Crest. Just- yep. <laughs> I feel so bad for Mando. Because... Yeah, he just fixed it. <laughs> he just fixed it. That's and, right. And there's like nothing left to fix. Like there's no. <laughs> there's nothing. There's a couple pieces. So the only thing that's you know, so that's what happens, right? Right. So it blows up and just completely defeated. I tweeted it out how it was started and how it's going. Yes. <laughs> on Twitter, um, it's gone. So yep. <clears throat> that happens, and then. Moff Gideon says, uh, launch the Dark Troopers. Yes, which the Dark Troopers look like they're like phase two, so three phases of Dark Troopers, so he's almost done. Yes, so the, he has some, like in the beginning of the episode, you see him again, uh, They he's standing in the room with the Dark Troopers, and those definitely look different than the ones that were launched, I agree. <clears throat> but the ones that were launched, Dark Troopers... Um, something a little tidbit I got for everybody. So this is the very first time you got to see dark forces, dark troops. Um, it was in a video game called dark forces in 1995. So they mentioned launching dark forces, uh, out of the ship, out of Darth Vader ship. Will they launch the exact same way from the video game in 1995 in the Mandalorian? Out of Moff Gideon's ship. What's What's funny is like I just imagine uh, Favreau sitting around and they're like, "What What should these dark troopers look like?" And he's like, "I don't know. Make them look like scary Iron Man's." <laughs> um, they both they uh, four of them. I want to say there's four dark troopers that come out of the uh, uh, the ship. They fly down, land right at the temple where Grogu is passed out, as we said on this on the scene stone. Yeah, grab him. And I mean, there was no struggle. They just grab him and take him up into the ship. Yep, yep. Grab. They scooped him up and they fly off, like no question asked. Man, yeah, Mando, Boba, and uh, Boba and uh, Fennec race up the hill to try to catch him, and they're already they're gone. You know, yeah, halfway up back well, towards the ship. No, so Fennec, Fennec, and Mando run up the hill, and, and Boba goes to the ship. Boba chases him on the Slave One which is his ship. And I got to say, I love the sound of his ship. Like this iconic sound, oh, yeah. but it just, it's awesome. Definitely. And he says to Mando, well, and Finnick, cause she's there. The empire is back. Empire is back, which we already know. Obviously we know, but right. they don't, but they know now and they're in an Imperial cruiser. Yes. That's what Moff Gideon's in is an Imperial cruiser. Um, tells. You know, uh, Boba Fett was going to, you know, uh, engage and try to get the child back. Uh, Mando tells him not to because he doesn't want the child to get hurt. So uh, Boba Fett kind of peels off and and he sees the Imperial ship in its glory. (laughs) It's a huge huge ship. So that was the episode until we get to see the little ending credits, um, which I think were also amazing. They So what's left of the Razor Crest is the ball that... The little knob, stick shift knob that mm-hmm. uh, Grogu plays with, and the Beskar uh, spear. Correct. And that's all that's left of the ship. Basically, Boba Fett says, "Look, 
Uh, my my debt's not paid. I got my armor, but the you know the child's not safe. Grogu's not safe. So we're we're still indebted to you. Yeah, correct. we're we're indebted to you. And then we get this you know cutscene of uh, Moff Gideon, and he's like, you know, where's the child now? And they're like, we got him in a holding chamber. And when the doors open, where this holding chamber is. Grogu is beating the crap out of some uh, stormtroopers with the force. He's just like oh, that's bouncing awesome them, scene. bouncing them off. And then, so one thing that I wanted to talk about, somebody talked to me about about this episode is there's a, a few seconds where Grogu is using the force choke on a stormtrooper, and somebody said that's like a dark side thing. And I don't think that it is just a dark side thing because Luke does it in Return of the Jedi when they go to Jabba's palace. Yeah. And I don't think it's just a so, dark. <clears throat> I mean, it might not be a nice thing to do, but I don't. <laughs> I don't think it's just a dark side thing. A lot of the Jedi's pick people up, you know, stop them in their track, and then you know, uh, force push them back. Right. Whereas, like Darth Vader would just pick people up and choke them. Right. So it's. I, I mean, I get it. The choking part is but, the but dark I, side, but but I mean, like there is an example of Luke doing it. Correct. So, I mean, but it like, also ties to showing his there. That's why Ahsoka was nervous, right? Didn't right. want to train because she can see that side. But right. before that, let me let me back up just a little bit. So the Beskar steel or spear was picked up, and it cuts to uh, Mando and uh, Mando going back to um, oh yeah to uh, Cara Dune. Yep, and she's now and, uh, Marshal of the New Republic. A Marshal of the New Republic. Yes. Um, See, I'm glad you did this. And, I thought this. I thought this scene was after what I was talking about. Nope, it's right before. <clears throat> and and I apologize because I thought that was the end as well when they uh, saw the steel. But it's they cut him. Uh, him making you know pulling some strings to get his team back together. So he, here he's got Boba Fett. Mando's got Boba Fett and Fennec on his side and now he's going to get Cara Dune. Yes, and, who and, and, and possibly Grief Karga. And and who he has a very specific like he shows excuse me. He shows Cara Dune a picture of a of a guy which is Mayfield who's played by Bill Burr and we saw him in chapter 6 and he's actually in prison where the prison break mm. happened. Um, and so Correct. they had all those new Republic guys asking Mando about did so were you at so and so and whatever you know back in uh, episode two um, of this season. This is what they're talking about. And so basically, the idea is they're going to go get Mayfield, break him out, so that they can find Moff Gideon in the Imperial cruiser. I mean, that's that's I think that's what Mando's intention is. But he needs Kara because she's now a marshal, which I don't know that he knew that when he went, but. But it helps. But it, it helps. He's he's just yeah. He's having putting to he's putting together a team to go back after Grogu. So now cut to the Moff Gideon uh, and and Grogu kicking the crap out of um, the stormtroopers yes. with the Force, yes. which was amazing. I love to see he's sliding one into the other, and and Moff Gideon is just watching. He's enjoying yes. it actually. In my opinion, I think he's just like he's got a, a really uh, <laughs> uh, evil grin on his face and he's yes. like oh he's getting stronger yeah um exactly what he wants in my opinion right he yeah, wants and, more of that blood and see i thought i've got two thoughts that about the end of this episode because moff gideon you know he, he shows him the dark saber and he kind of tough talks him a little bit and like i oh. thought 
I thought Moff Gideon was basically saying, I'm, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be my apprentice, maybe. But then I thought, you know, he says, you know, get a hold of Dr. Pershing, which is the cloner. Mm-hmm. We saw the message in the siege. Message. Yeah. In the siege episode, we saw his message. He says, get a hold of him. We've got Grogu back, which he doesn't call him Grogu. I think he just, you know, we, we've got our sample or whatever. So it makes the, it the donor. Yeah. It gives you this like eerie feeling that Moff Gideon is just about to harvest all of Grogu's blood. Yeah. I I'm, I'm nervous. Yeah, exactly. I feel like he doesn't care about the kid. He's just going to get everything he can out of him. But, but you grazed over some, the, the dark saber was put in front of his face, in front of Grogu's face. Yes. And man, that thing looked amazing. It looked hey. cool. Yeah. Yeah, and in in uh, Grogu, something happened there too. Grogu tried to use the Force, or at first I thought he was just shielding his eyes from like the the ray of light from yeah, it. No, he tried to use the Force to get it. <clears throat> yeah, he tries to use the Force, and and uh, Moff says, "Oh no, no, no! You're not powerful enough to to use something like this." Or yeah, or he says something like that. Right. Was... Yes, because at first I thought, is he a kid? You know, like a kid sees light and he tries to touch it, or is it too? You know, is he trying to? Is it too bright? And then Moff says, "No, no, 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 no! You're not strong enough to use." It. And yeah, it was, it so was a he cool little scene. he was trying to take it, and it's very under the radar. Like they don't make a big deal out of it. It's just casual talk. Yes, but man, that, that so that dark saber t- ties back to uh, Bo-Katan, right? And who what she's looking? Who's for. the rightful owner? Which I think I think she's going to get teamed up too. I think we'll yeah. see Kara. Uh, uh, not Moff Gideon. Um, Grief Karga. God, the names are so close in my Yes. <laughs> Grief Karga. And then I think you're going to see Bo-Katan because she wants that saber. So so I, you're going to yeah. get, hey, let's go get Grogu. Let's go get this dark saber. Let's take out Moff Gideon. I, and let's all gain together. Yeah. I think like in, end of season, like season finale, I think we're headed for a very dark ending. And this is just my theories. So like this is just a theory of mine, okay? This isn't like mm-hmm. set in stone. But I think we're going to have a very dark ending to the season. Like, it's not going to be pleasant. And it's going to be this huge cliffhanger. But I think we're looking at this huge sort of end game feel where you got, you know, you got everybody rounded up and we're all going against Moff Gideon, get Grogu and the Darksaber. And everybody's going to have their own thing. But I don't think it ends well. I think it ends with, you know, I think it ends. We should, we should. I don't know. I don't know. I, we should know the ending, right? But we don't in this case, right? This is yeah. what I mean by we know what what, what ends up happening in uh, you know what is it, episode uh, seven. Seven. <clears throat> but I, I really think that this season is going to end like with the dark side in the advantage, right? But I think <laughs> I think what's going to happen, and this is like this is my hope, right? I've talked about it a few times. I think what's going to happen is. It's gonna. We're gonna have this huge fight. The dark side is gonna win, and at the end of it, like right before the season's over, I'm talking like seconds left. We're gonna see a Jedi standing there, whoever it was that Grogu reached out to, and I mean, people think it's gonna be Ezra uh, from uh, Rebels. People think it could be Mace Windu. Uh, it could be Cal from the Fallen Order. Who I want it to be is Luke Skywalker. I'm not kidding you. 
Yeah. I, I want it to be Luke so bad. They're talking about putting Sebastian Stan as a young Luke. I don't know what project they're talking about for. Um, I just, if he shows up, right, it, even if we just see the like the bottom half and you just see like Luke's uh, uh, lightsaber, like <laughs> there's so much, there's so much like that doesn't make sense about Luke and why he's like, why he is the way he is and in in the in the new movies in 789 yeah like yeah. it doesn't really make sense i mean it does but it doesn't we know that luke wants to be like the grand master jedi we know that he's trying to rebuild the jedi temple and all that and and he's he's looking point, for yeah. for sensitive people cuz post return of the jedi it's totally possible that he shows up and now we get to see maybe he's hiding because he figures out that the empire's back and he figures out what they're trying to do and so he goes quiet so that they don't get his blood. I'm getting very excited about this. I want it to be Luke so yeah. bad. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to see Luke. I'd love to see Mace Windu. I'd love to see... I mean, I think I think the way they're tying things into uh, Mandalorian, I, uh, Ezra Bridger is not a far reach. So those three are probably my top three. Uh, Mace, Ezra, and Luke. But uh, we will see. This has been an amazing episode. Um that being said make sure you uh follow us on twitter uh blueballer02 is mine jerry and then you also have alistair knucks knuckles who's uh bro force one i said that all right right almost <laughs> it's all good it's all good almost alistair alistair knuckles yes it's a, it's a weird name <laughs> um make sure you follow bro force uh one on Twitter as well. We're also on Facebook with our personal accounts. We're still thinking about creating our own personal, our, not our own personal. Our, uh, It'd a, be like we a have spoken Twitter. Account. Yeah, but it's yeah. We do other stuff on the it's internet besides with. this. Um, <laughs> well, and the other issue is, uh, you know, not only are we going to finish the Mandalorian, we're also going to roll into other Marvel and, and other shows that we uh, feel right uh, need to be. St- spoken about from us so right i don't want to tie everything to us and just the mandalorian just and, star wars and because star wars is cool but the problem is like you, you think about it from our perspective at the end of the season what are we supposed to do take 10 months off you know and wait until next time yeah and even then yeah they're not even talking about yeah they're not even talking about filming until 2021 uh the end of 2021 next year for ep- season uh three right if i'm not mistaken right yeah well yeah, so we got a long ways to go so yeah, and it, we're we're just we're we're trying to figure it all out. With that being said, you guys, thank you again for hanging out. Reach out, let us know any comments, concerns on Twitter or and or Facebook. And until next week, we have spoken.
rest in pieces the Razorcrest. <laughs>